Travelwise with Phil Blizzard. News, views, and interviews. Hello, I'm Phil Blizzard with Travelwise, and we're out and about with a summer season coming to you with the podcast from different locations. On this occasion, it's Spain, it's Madrid, the capital of the country. And I was there last year for, well, what was a very interesting conference of hoteliers, CEOs, in fact, from across the world, all members of the Global Hotel Alliance and uh, I say from around from across the world from Asia right through to uh, Hawaii and a lot from Europe of course and uh, in this podcast we'll find out more about them we're going to be sort of looking at places to uh, enjoy cuisine and also entertainment so quite a bit coming away on this uh, Madrid special podcast and we start off by the way with the NH Collection Hotel Placio de Tepa which is right in the heart of the city and I'll be joining Monica Torres the general manager Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard News, views and interviews Ole, welcome to Madrid. My base for the next few days is right in the heart of Madrid. I'm staying at a collection hotel within the NH Group. It's the Lazio de Tepa, which is a very historic building. We'll find out more about that in a moment. So I'm joined now by the uh, general manager, Monica Torres. So thank you for joining me. Thank you very much to you. Thank you. So we're going to find out a fair bit about the hotel, the location, and what to do and where to go here in Madrid. So, Monica. This hotel, as I said, is uh, very historical. It was, it was a former palace, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a 19th century palace. Uh, it was built by Juan de Villanueva, who was the, uh, the royal architect of uh, that time. Actually, the, uh, the Plaza Mayor and Museo del Prado are made by him. So, as you said before, we are located in the heart of uh, Madrid. The location is perfect if you want to discover uh, the Royal Palace, the museums, or whatever. We are very, very close to all of them. Yeah, this is known as what? The San Sebastian II district, is that correct? Yeah, it's Barrio de las Letras district, the street de San Sebastian II. Can you say that again? <laughs> Barrio de las Letras. It's Barrio de las Letras quarter. Well, just out the front of the hotel, there's a small square, around the corner, a bigger square. We'll talk about that in a moment. But being part, you're, you're in the collection group within NH Hotels. Yeah. So, what does that mean? Collection means that uh, we are all located in very good uh, best places in the uh, main cities of uh, Spain, and also as our uh, our our um, location is fantastic. And the other locations of collection, they are always the best ones in the cities. So I mean, we got location, we got historical buildings, and we got the best service possible. Okay, so that's the location, that's the reason why you're a collection hotel. It's a very interesting building, having just arrived and walking around and seeing a little bit of it. You can tell the architectural style, there's a lot of heritage behind it. Yeah. And I think you've won awards for the, the way it's been renovated. Yeah, we have been renovated and years ago it was very hard because also we find uh, ruins. I don't know if you have seen it, but well, we yeah, can show uh, you. <laughs> yeah, we have ruins for 16th century wow. and uh, we have ruins also for 18th century. So that made the, the, the hotel very interesting also. Okay, great stuff. So um, I'm looking forward to going out to explore the 
the streets and lots of little streets coming up in, in the car from the airport as we approach yeah. the hotel uh, I could see restaurants uh, all sorts of cuisines from I, I saw one for Argentina I saw some Vietnamese restaurants so almost an A to Z of uh, food from different countries yeah we have international food now I'm just wondering about timings I mean I, it's fairly quiet because it's uh, afternoon um, but I guess at night it's going to be very, very busy in the squares <laughs> and courtyards. What's, what's the typical timing for people when they go out? Yeah, um, you know, Spanish people, in Spain in general, we have a, a, a little bit different times uh, if you compare with other countries. In our case, we used to have lunch at uh, two and a half. And if you want to have dinner, for us, our typical uh, hour, it will be half, uh, half past ten. Half past ten at night? Yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> eating very late at night, okay. Yeah, going, enough, enough. So, going through to what time would the restaurants be open and, and the bar? Yeah, until one o'clock in the morning. So, actually, we have also, after the, uh, the dinner... We used to talk a lot because actually it's not we are, we are we are not just having dinner with your friends for example and go out no yeah. we we stay there and we uh, we speak we call it tertulia call it tertulia it after means. it means that when you are having a lunch or dinner afterwards after the coffee you are having a drink and yeah. you stay there for half an hour more or something Talking like that excellent. yeah and, and if you are young for example and, and even if you are not as young <laughs> okay, right. you have a big run night in Madrid the uh, rest the bars are open until five o'clock so five o'clock in the morning yeah Wow, so <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. All right. So, Monica, thank you very much indeed for joining us. Thank you very much. It has been my pleasure. Thank you. Well, thank you for uh, hosting us here. I tell you what, I always recommend when I do these travel programs, I'm going to a city for the first time, to hop on one of the bus tours. You've got yellow buses, red buses, you can hop on and hop off. It's great for finding where you are and what is available and you sort of go back to those places you like from the tour so that's what I'm going to do next I'm going to hop on one of those bus tours excuse me <laughs> next I'm going to hop on to one of those bus tours do you think that's a good idea? yeah of course for me if you, if you have for instance 24 hours and you have to uh, know the city in very short way for me it's almost one of the best ideas. Perhaps it's very touristic, but for it's me it's very, yeah, yeah. But for me, actually, I always do when I'm visiting a city for first time. Good. I always take it. I, if I have a very few time, for me it's the best idea. Thank you. Well, thank you once again for uh, talking to us and hosting us here in the hotel. Thank you very much. Gracias. It has been our pleasure. Thank you. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views, and interviews. Super talking to Monica, and as she says, always good to explore a city, and I always say this actually, on one of the uh, hop-on, hop-off buses, yeah, the bus tours. Now, that was the plan, but but it was far too hot. Temperatures were around about 45 degrees uh, Celsius, uh, which I didn't really fancy spending two hours on a bus going around the city with no air conditioning, because you've got to be upstairs, haven't you, to see the view, to see the landmarks. So I declined that. Instead, I thought, right, let's go somewhere cooler. Let's go to a rooftop um lounge effectively enjoy the view and the cuisine that's coming your way next travel wise in madrid out and about and i'll tell you what if you come to this fabulous city the capital of spain you've got to get elevated you've got to go higher and enjoy the skyline from 
a high restaurant bar cafe. And I've come to, I'm going to have problems pronouncing the name of this, this, I tell you, this, this restaurant. So with me, Chef Manuel, we're at NH Collection Hotel. What's the name of this uh, the restaurant? Name, the name of the restaurant is called Picalagartos. 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 How does that sound? The reason of Picalagartos is because of a theater a theater uh, scene that uh, was from Valle Inclán, a very traditional uh, uh, theater director. Uh, theater director, okay. Yeah, okay. Made uh, the, 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 where the, the tavern where everything happens was the tavern of Picalagartos. Okay, tavern where it's happening here tonight. And before I talk about the food and the, the uh, reason why it's happening, just looking around, it's a really great panoramic view of this fabulous city well we here we have the best views of Gran Vía because we have we are just on the corner of Gran Vía so yes. we can see the sunset on the well, on the main street of the, the of the city yes, yeah. well tonight is a reception for the NH collection who are hosting here an important conference the yep. conference for the Global Hotel Alliance and uh, a lot of CEOs from major hotels from across the world here. Yep. The food tonight, I tell you what, I've been to a lot of receptions and something which stood out tonight for me was foie gras, which is always interesting, but you did it and it's wrapped around with ginger bread. Yes. Wonderful combination. Thank you very much. Well, the menu we have here and the menu we have we, we do in the restaurant mostly is about to look for the best products we have. So that's why, for example, you can see today that we have been working with Joselito uh, ham. That is ham, one of yeah. the <laughs> best hams. Yeah. We work with uh, tuna from Almadraba. The Almadraba is a very special kind of how to catch the tunas from the south of oh, Spain. Right. Well, I enjoyed the tuna, which was like in a potato salad that, and on a crispy wafer. That was fabulous. That yep. was really good. And the ham, of course, that's been cured, I suppose, yep. for quite a long time. Yes, yeah, uh, two years, almost two years. Two years, yeah? Yeah. Because you come to Spain, you've got to try the ham. Is it, ah, is it called sure. jambon? Jamon. Jamon. It's called jamon. Yeah, Jay Hayes. Jamon. Jamon. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm learning. So I've just arrived here in Madrid last night, in fact, and uh, had a great walk around the city this morning. So before we finish off, a little bit about you. I mean, your uh, career as a chef, you've yep. been to quite a few cities. Yep. Tell us about that. Well, I'm original from the north of Spain, from yep. Asturias, but I grew up in the Basque Country. And uh, my main career I did here in Madrid with a Michelin star chef, uh, Sergio Arola. But I was traveling, I was living, I had a restaurant for five years, almost five years in New York. Yeah. was called Andanada, that we got... It was uh, called what? Andanada okay. was called. Andanada, it means, is the, the highest part of the bullfighting area. Oh, right, okay, all yeah. right. Just, and we got a Michelin star on the second year. And after that, I moved to wow. Singapore. Michelin star after two years yeah. in New York. Yeah, that's quite something, isn't it? That's yeah, a big yeah, yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, and after that, I moved to Singapore. So you went to Singapore. What cuisine were you creating? Producing? I mean, I, I always cooked uh, Spanish cuisine. I moved to Singapore to open a chain, a Spanish, uh, a chain restaurants. It's in your blood. Yeah, that we Spanish cuisines in yes. your blood, yeah? Yes, yeah. I mean, at the end is what I did all my entire yeah, career. Yeah. 
All right, so I'm just looking at your shirt, which has got your name on it. Manuel Berganza. Berganza. Thank you very much for joining us. You're very said, welcome. Thank you very much. Fabulous <laughs> evening for a reception here. As you said before, you've got the restaurant down below. Come up here, chill out at the end of a lovely meal. And just looking around this fabulous city, what a view, the skyline. We've got the, uh, oh, so many monuments and buildings here and churches yep. and the countryside beyond. Thank you for joining us on You're very Wise welcome. Podcast. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. Fabulous view there and delicious food. Now, flamenco, big thing in Spain, of course. And to conclude this Madrid special Travel Wise podcast, we're popping over to one of the well, most famous uh, flamenco venues in the capital. It's one which has attracted uh, big, big names from the world of flamenco dancing and also the big, big names from the world of entertainment, as you'll find out. Names including, well, members of the Beatles, for example. So, yeah, let's go over. Let's tap our feet, our toes, and enjoy some fine cuisine, fine dancing, fine music at the Corral de la Moriria. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. Well, Travel Wise podcast coming from Madrid. Yesterday we were up on the rooftop getting a splendid view. Now we're off to uh, one of the biggest and most important attractions in Madrid. So, it's going to be Flamenco. And with me is... Tell me your name again because my Spanish is not very good. My name is Juanma del Rey. Okay, and... Uh, Tell me about the show, and also, we'll start off your family connection, because I understand your father started this show. Yes, uh, uh, my father uh, started, uh, he found this place uh, in uh, 1956, May 20th, okay. uh, and, uh, and it's a family business. So, you have the best flamenco dancers in the world at this show. Exactly. And before you tell us about those, this is a very small, special venue. I think it's just around about 100 guests per night. And you've had some famous guests. We'll find out about those a bit later on. But dancers themselves, talk us through who they are and their experience. Yes, uh, well, uh, this is the oldest flamenco place in the world. And uh, from the start, uh, my father always uh, programmed the top flamenco uh, world stars. And uh, uh, tonight uh, we have uh, one of the top flamenco artists in the world uh, right now. Structure of the show itself, I mean, it's, uh, it's like dinner theatre, I think, because people come here, they, they'll be enjoying a meal, and the show is almost at the tables. You're right close to the flamenco dancers. Exactly, exactly. Uh, that is something very important because, uh, as I said, uh, the dancers and the, and the musicians, all the flamenco artists that come here, uh, they are uh, some of the best uh, in the world. You can see them uh, in the best theaters around the world, but the, the, here there is uh, something extra because you are sharing this show uh, just uh, with uh, uh, a hundred uh, uh, pe yeah. people in the in the audience, yes. so it's like a private thing for you. Sure. And uh, flamenco needs to be something very close because of its nature. And and, and watching these artists is uh, is uh, something uh, really unique. Uh, watching them so close. Just looking around at the moment, I'm getting the impression it's like a big. Well, a large family dinner with some performers who are world class coming 
to entertain the family. Yes. I can't wait for it to start, actually. It's something very, very special. It's for us, it's a, it's a luxury. Like today, uh, uh, you're going to enjoy Eduardo Guerrero. Eduardo Guerrero is uh, easy one of the top five uh, worldwide flamenco artists. And he's performing in front of around about 100 people. Amazing. Exactly. I mean, in your, your, in your table, you are six feet away from the stage, <laughs> so you close. know? Yeah. Exactly. There's a great uh, energy here at the moment and the show has not begun, vibrancy. And before I go back to enjoy the cuisine and, also, of course, the show, um, tell us about some of the guests, famous people who have come here. Is it true the Beatles have been here? Well, I mean, uh, almost every single celebrity you can imagine uh, from the last 66 years yeah, has been through this place. Uh, for example, uh, one day uh, a group, a music group, uh, came uh, to attend the show and at the end they, they all went out. But one of them, uh, outside the, this place, he, he turned around and came in again <laughs> and, okay. and asked my father uh, should it be possible to talk with the guitar players because I would like to ask them some questions. Okay. And uh, so my father, my mother, the guitar players and this musician, uh, uh, they stayed here until the next day. Really? Okay, fantastic. Uh, uh, this musician uh, uh, changed the history of the pop music. Uh, right. Uh, uh, he was John Lennon. <laughs> no, you, really, you really, know? yeah, you did change. So, and he, wow, that's incredible. And that's, that's one amazing. of thousands of uh, stories yeah. uh, from... Uh, Such a long list of personalities being here. E yeah? Exactly, exactly. Uh, so we're very lucky to be here tonight. Yeah. 100 people or so getting ready, enjoying their uh, dinner for what's going to be, I'm sure, a fantastic show and we're so close just a few feet away yes thank you very much for uh, letting me talk to you thank you for your time and uh, I'm going off now to uh, enjoy the show thank Th you thank you very much my pleasure thank you thank you thank you fabulous way to round up this podcast a bit of flamenco music there I'm Phil Blizzard and look forward to another destination in our summer series of Travelwise podcasts Travelwise with Phil Blizzard news, views and interviews and if you would like to have a podcast production for your organisation do get in touch with me, drop me an email philblizzardmedia at gmail.com a Phil Blizzard radio production Travelwise with Phil Blizzard News, views and interviews.